business leader or entrepreneur who is ready to achieve more and build a business that impacts the world. But you shouldn't have to sacrifice what matters to you to turn that dream into a reality. Welcome to Permission to Lead, where we teach high-achieving female business owners and entrepreneurs like you how to achieve more, lead effectively, and flourish in both your business and personal life. I'm your host, Cindy Monroe. Each week, I'm revealing practical and actionable business and leadership strategies you can implement immediately, sharing interviews with some of the world's boldest female CEOs and business leaders, and giving you the tools you need to lead a thriving business while achieving goals you never thought possible. You deserve to have the business and family life you've always wanted. Permission to Lead will show you how. I am so excited that you're back for another episode of Permission to Lead. In the last episode, I revealed the first step to flourishing in your business and personal life. That step, giving yourself permission. Maybe that's permission to dream and set intentions, to lead, to fail, to take risks. No matter what it is, you must give yourself permission because no one can do that for you. But I do need to warn you, when you decide to be bold, take risk, and take action on a new business idea, dream, or goal, you're going to be met with some opposition. Sure, you might have that parent or well-meaning friend tell you you're crazy, but most of this opposition won't come from the people around you. It's mental. It's in your head. And that means if you want to experience meaningful success, it's going to be crucial to minimize the negative thoughts and voices in your life and learn to embrace the thoughts, actions, and positive emotions that support you and your purpose. When you can do that, your energy, your impact, and your ability to love is limitless. You will become unstoppable. But first, we've got to pinpoint those external and internal mental struggles. So in today's episode, I'm going to be revealing some of the biggest challenges women face when it comes to leading well in both your business and personal lives, and why it's costing you the success you've always wanted. Then I'm revealing some of my strategies I've used to take that resistance I felt and use it to become a better business owner, leader, wife, and mom. So let's jump in. For today, I've broken these challenges down into five different categories. Imposter syndrome, comparison, failure, decision-making, and having an unclear vision of your goals. So we'll break down each one of these. Imposter syndrome. Female leaders struggle to measure their success, often feeling unqualified. Comparing ourselves to men, other roles, where we want to be versus where we are. Female leaders can struggle to embrace, measure, and own their own success often because they do feel unqualified. I have seen women reach a point of success, and when she no longer is at that point or at that level, we tell ourselves that, oh, that was just luck. We really weren't qualified to begin with. And that's a bunch of bull hockey, as we say in the South. Well, my solution, I have three different ways to combat imposter syndrome. First, embrace change and be willing to take 
those risks. We've talked about permission to dream, but we also have to be flexible and be okay with feeling misunderstood. We have all experienced change, whether it's change in our body, our hormones, even our kids' hormones, in our professional role as a leader, or change in our budgets. When we can begin to embrace that change, we show up with different emotions around what we bring to the situation. You can stand in your strengths for how you show up and how you embrace change. All right, second, making margins in your life. I learned that margin was not only where my dreams were born, it was also where they were mapped out and turned into action. Do you have margin in your life? I have learned the hard way a few times when I needed margin and I was kind of told I needed margin. Has your body ever just got so tired of the grind and stress that you got so sick it literally laid you flat out? Or maybe your kids have said something that puts a spotlight on that overextended routine that you have been on. As I have gotten older, I have learned to try to be aware of when I need some of that margin before I'm actually told I need that margin. Now three, trust your gut. Be confident in who you are and the direction you're going. You have an inner coach and you know your business better than anyone. You know your kids, your spouse, even what brings you joy more than anyone. And when we give ourselves time to listen, we can find so many different answers. If you have ever done Pilates or yoga, they teach you how to fill your muscles, muscles you didn't even know you had. They teach you how to tighten certain muscles independently of each other. You actually learn to feel your body and you learn to listen to it. Well, your gut and intuition is the same. When you can spend regular time either journaling, maybe through counseling or a morning gratitude or devotional time, you begin to recognize areas that you need margin, patience, or action. You can overcome imposter syndrome, and when you find yourself flourishing in a routine that you will recognize the next time margin is important in your life and how it needs to come in before you're being told. So let's talk about another challenge we can struggle with. Comparison. Have you ever felt mom guilt? Well, feeling like you are never doing enough and comparing yourself to others on social media, or maybe your own mom or your friends. Sometimes it feels like that other moms seem to have it all together and doing it way better than we are. Well, my own mother was a working mom, and somehow she managed to cook almost every night of the week. We always had groceries, back-to-school shopping was done, she made it to all of our softball games, She was incredible. And I feel like that sometimes I have to find my own success and groove as a mom. And you know what? It can be tougher than it looks whenever you're a leader, an entrepreneur, and a CEO. 
And I have to give myself permission to be the best mom that I can be. Okay, also within a comparison bucket, we can find ourselves struggling with the next level of success. Sometimes it's right above us. Sometimes it's a couple of levels above us. And we can impose our own glass ceiling and we can prevent ourselves from leveling up. We compare ourselves to other people who have found success. Sometimes we compare ourselves to those who have struggled with that new role or that title. And we say, well, see, if she can't handle it with all of her gifts and strengths, well, surely I can't handle it. So why even try? And I just want to let you know that you can go for that new role. And I'll tell you that you can try because It is so worth it. You have the gifts, you have the strengths to be able to go for whatever role it is that you know you're being called to go towards and to strive towards. So don't create those ceilings for yourself. All right. So my solution around comparison, because some of this just sounds crazy whenever I say it out loud, but it is real. We can create some of our own obstacles. And I know it's real because I've done it. Why? I don't know, but we do. I have overcome this by getting back to my intentions and purpose. It's my why. Like I have to go back to my why often. I also have taken many assessment tools. These are perfect for reminding me of my strengths. And for some reason, I have to be reminded often. So I literally take different assessments every few years. I will usually pay for the report because I like the data. I like the black and white words that say, Cindy, you are intuitive, an innovator, or my most recent one used words like confident, curious, sincere, genuine, easygoing, loyal, focus. Talk about a B12 shot with some caffeine. I was feeling really confident. It was well worth my investment. And I refer to this tool often to help me to stay in a place that gives me strength to lean into my passions. These reports also help me redefine my healthy habits and boundaries that work for me and my family. It helps us to see areas that I don't always enjoy, and it gives me permission, or it helps me give myself permission, to ask someone to help with the areas that I don't love and I don't enjoy. Some of those areas may require hiring someone, even if she is coming to clean toilets, run the vacuum, or mop the floors. There are so many great assessments out there, and I know I have a few podcasts planned in the future to share some of my favorites. Okay, I already mentioned giving yourself permission to create margin for business and life. But let's also throw in here scheduling your time. Balancing everything that we are managing can be hard. And I have chosen to be intentional with my time. As soon as my kids had phones with calendars, I would invite them to family events, invite them to events where I would be out of town for work, and I would invite them to meetings where I wanted to go have dinner with them 
or go out on a date with Scott or just one of the kids. So I love calendaring and I highly recommend that to help. Also, give yourself and others grace and allow yourself to be humble, but don't let success hold you back. I'll be back with the rest of our episode in just a minute. But first, I want to tell you about an exclusive free gift I've created just for you. I know you want to set intentional and meaningful goals that grow your business and build the family life you've always wanted. But the truth is, you have no idea where to start. That's exactly why I created a free downloadable for you. Inside, I'm revealing the five steps you must take to set and achieve your best personal and professional goals ever in 2023. Download it for free today by clicking the link in the show notes. You deserve the tools to set intentional and meaningful goals this year. Download this free PDF now at the link in the show notes to get started. Or if you're already received my weekly tips and thoughts, look in your inbox from me on January 5th. I believe that life is a gift and like many gifts, it's meant to be fully enjoyed and shared. It's what inspired me to start 31 in 2003 and it's what keeps us going every day since. As busy moms and CEOs, entrepreneurs and leaders, we love to have everything in order at home, on the go, and in our business. It helps us focus on what really matters most. And we believe at 31 that what really matters in this life is how we show up for it and who we share it with. Whether it's getting our pantry stocked and organized, kids' snacks and lunches prepared, a gift ready for that special best friend's birthday, or getting ready to embrace our week. 31 has the solution. From customizable bags, organizing essentials, to a hands-free fashion crossbody. If it's 31, it's designed to be as versatile, capable, and unique as you are. We can help you simplify life so that you can create more memories, laugh often, and enjoy the days to come. Check out my31.com or connect with your favorite 31 Solutions consultant to help you simplify the day and celebrate the moment. And now back to the show. Okay, moving on, let's talk about letting failure self-sabotage your progress. We have all been experiencing failure since we were kids. I remember the time that I was on my bike going down the hill at my friend's house and those handlebars started shaking. It was too late. They were shaking more and more and that front wheel lost control. Not only did I fail at riding the bike down the hill that day, but I failed in my reaction, full on crying from pain or embarrassment. I don't remember exactly, but it was all in front of my sister and our friend Stephanie. While today I have so much empathy and grace for my nine-year-old self that day, I don't always extend that same empathy and grace for my 48-year-old self, especially when my stress behaviors, which look more like a full-on adult tantrum, with body language and words that come out 
in maybe an important meeting or with my family? Well, I'm not sure how you react to failure, but I feel like there's this initial reaction in the moment, and it's usually an emotional reaction. And trust me, there are many different emotions that can come out in this initial reaction, right? And then we have this longer term response that comes sometimes days or weeks later. Well, you may handle failure well, and maybe you're ready to jump back on that bicycle. There were times if we had just spent huge investments at 31 on new technology, and if it didn't deliver the results I wanted, it literally would take years for me to want to approve more investments in technology. So that was that long-term response to frustration or failure. Or we would have new product innovations that were not performing. And then I would be sitting on way too much inventory and I was quick to get back to the product categories that I knew would sell, that were safe, rather than going after that next category that would propel us forward. Are there any of you that just try to ignore when something isn't successful, whenever it's failing, you just ignore it and try to move forward as quickly as possible onto the next thing? Well, my thoughts or solution here is how can we learn to redefine failure? Not as a negative, but as the opportunity to learn and move forward. I am trying to learn to give myself time to reflect and unpack what went wrong. What did we do right? And what could we have improved on during that process? Rather than moving too quickly on to next. So how can you give yourself permission to learn from your failures and take those learnings to make better decisions when taking risks? During those seasons of unpacking that failing moment or that situation, And how can we add in opportunity-minded tools, podcasts, books, a mentor, a coach, or a counselor to help you find that permission to be curious again and to be able to embrace that season of failure so that we can move forward in a healthy way. All right, moving on, let's talk about decision-making Permission to determine some of these decision drivers for your business and family. And these are, I'm talking about informed decisions. The right decisions for the right time for the right situation. I feel like females can tend to procrastinate sometimes when making hard decisions. Give yourself permission to be equipped and able to make the decisions that support what is best for you and the business. Profitable decisions, decisions that pay out more compensation for you and your family. Leaning on your solid KPIs or key performance indicators or your objectives and key results. I always tell myself, I make pretty wise decisions, I feel like. I make wise decisions based on the present information that I have right in front of me. 
and I am able to make the best decision with that information that I have. Be confident in the decisions you do make. Don't go back and question them and beat yourself up. And I will expand on decisions in future episodes. But the last challenge I want to quickly mention is having an unclear vision of your goals. Not only can we fall into the trap of skipping the phase of dreaming and setting our intentions, we can also throw out lots of goals and ideas without prioritizing, defining resources, and getting real clarity of what we want to accomplish. This can lead to saying yes to many things, becoming overwhelmed and not sure where to focus when we go into our office. And my solution and thoughts here are that I want you to be very clear on where you're going. Visualize what it looks and feels like and stay consistently focused on the activities that align with your destination. Not only for you so that you are as efficient and effective as possible, but I want to help you clarify the vision for your business, your team, your family, and yourself. As a leader, entrepreneur, and CEO, you have the responsibility to lead others to flourish by casting your vision with belief, passion, and a roadmap. My friend, the reality is that you will face each of these challenges as an entrepreneur, wife, mom, friend, and leader. But knowing how to overcome them and recognize them and use them to reveal your strengths can be the difference between a failing and thriving business. Stay on your goal path. That wraps up today's show. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening so you don't miss a single episode of Permission to Lead. And make sure to take a quick second to leave us a five-star review where you listen to your favorite podcasts. And I don't want you to miss out on my daily tips to help you achieve more and flourish in your business and personal life. So follow me on Instagram at Cindy M. Monroe. That's Cindy M. Monroe. Or click the link in the show notes. Thanks for listening to the Permission to Lead podcast where I teach high-achieving female business leaders and entrepreneurs like you how to achieve more, lead effectively, and flourish in both your business and personal life. I'll see you next week.